welcome to Football After Dark. My name's Jusby, your normal host that's been here for the last couple episodes. Don't worry, I've been here the whole time. And with me is a professional sports broadcaster and PFF employee, Nate Kuyper. Hey, how's it going? And then we have number one Chiefs fan, Matt Dustman. Yo, what's and, good? And big fan of Mocha Cappuccinos, Corey Clemens. That's me, yeah. Okay, so Justin isn't here. Um, oh, what? Wait. what? <laughs> I, but I just I heard s- him. Where'd he go? Was that a good enough Justin impression that I you that think it would like actually fool people? That was spot on. Was it really? Wait, that you were you were doing an impression? Oh, well I was. Oh, I miss Justin already. I'm sorry, do you want just there to be no Kuiper and only Justin? Well, no. Not really. Alright. Well, it's too late now. I don't think I don't think Justin will ever be on an episode ever again. <laughs> That's just his, my that's just my gut feeling. He's had his graduation. We're, we're just gonna go with the canon. Yeah, that, but, that, yeah, but I mean, Corey, there's nothing in your gut anymore. Jesus, no pun intended. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we were talking before we started recording about basically about Tuesday night's game, but something very specific that happened. There really isn't much to discuss as far as like the actual game because yeah the game was pretty trash yeah game was pretty garbage the ravens I bet the over and won though so we take yeah. those the ravens did kind of steamroll the cowboys but no, uh, something way more concerning that happened was the Des bryant getting pulled off the field moments before the game after having an inconclusive test come back as a positive test and there was this big you know thing on twitter where he said he was quitting and you know he now it's kind of a meme where it's i'm gonna just drink a glass of wine and cope uh but now it seems like des has been tested twice more and has now been tested negative or has now come back negative two times in a row and i was gonna say this you know before we started recording and i wanted to save it for the episode um that's Really concerning, honestly, when you really think big picture, what that means. Oh? Uh, Well, think about it. Okay, so Dez has an inconclusive test, right? Right. Test him again, and he's positive, right? He's got no symptoms. And then he gets tested again two days later, or who knows how many days later, twice more, and he's negative both times. So now I feel like there's going to be even more of a a hesitancy to like I don't want to say trust these test results but maybe so much like not trust the process that the NFL is going through cuz nah, how think, I don't how, think we have to worry about any of that. I don't know. Like how do you how does how is Des supposed to feel now that he was held out of a game because he had a positive test and now he's had two negatives? Yeah, but if it's only happened to him, I think it's just the world conspiring against him from getting his revenge game. Because we all know he only joined the Ravens because he, he was only going to join a team that had the Cowboys left on the schedule. Well, we know this isn't the first case of a false positive. It's yeah, happened, but it's happened before. But like, so this is the first. I think this is the first time they did it on game day, because 
it wasn't until recently they started testing on game day. Mm-hmm. And just, with everything that the Ravens have been going through when they were getting all these positives throughout the last few weeks, you know, I don't know. I think you just it's just a necessary evil. You have to deal with it. You can't just because it, you get false positives even outside the NFL. You can't like you just have to get over it. Yeah, it, it's part of it's part of the deal. Well, it's just how it is. As as fun as it would have been to see him on the field against the Cowboys, it's not really like the Ravens needed him. <laughs> I mean, no, I think but I'm sure he would have loved to have like caught a ball or caught a touchdown. Yeah, I definitely needed him. I was uh, with 18 minutes left of the game. I had Lamar Jackson going. Needed only three more points from him to win him big money. He got 2.58. In the last 18 minutes of the game, so I didn't win my matchup. I know I don't really need it, but TuesdayNightFootball.com just is like that sometimes. Fantasy yeah. players don't work your way. Yep. It's it, true. What really fucked me was Josh Allen having his huge game Monday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was um, possibly Josh Allen's, you know, best game of his career. And it was against a – look, I understand that San Fran – I feel like we keep going back and forth on San Francisco as far as their defense because we know their offense is pretty devastated with injuries. But, like, their defense kind of goes back and forth between, like, oh, no, like, they, they still got some really good players. They still got Fred Warner and, you know, these linebackers who are really good. And they still have Eric Armstead and, you know, Javon Kinlaw, the rookie, has played well at stretches. They still have – you know, Jimmy Ward at safety. They just got Richard Sherman back. And then, in, in like, just a couple weeks later, or maybe the next week, they just get obliterated by a team. And I don't know, man. The The Bills just kind of caught the 49ers at that downward week where the 49ers really needed Nick Bosa. Or not Nick. Uh, yeah, they really needed Nick Bosa this game, or they really needed D Ford. Um, I find it kind of interesting that the two teams that are playing now on Sunday Night Football each had their own isolated, nationally televised game on a Monday. So I feel like the public perception of the Bills and the Steelers has changed drastically. So going into this Sunday, I feel like so many people are kind of looking at this matchup and just like, oh, the the Bills looked incredible and the Steelers looked terrible. Like, this this is like the Bills game to lose. Um, anytime that happens, like everyone's poo-pooing on the Steelers right now because they lost one game, and now it's like the end of the world. The Steelers are shams; they suck. Steelers are gonna fucking decimate the Bills. It's not even gonna be close. You think so? I I feel like I feel like the Bills are like the antithesis to the Steelers in that anytime the Bills are hyped, they suck. Anytime they get uh. Anytime they get counted out, they win. Because they were only a one-point favorite in that San Fran game, and more people were betting on San Fran than they were the Bills. Mm -hmm. People expected San Fran to beat the Bills because the Bills have been trending downwards slightly. So what is what do, what do the Bills do? They punch them in the face, essentially blow them out. 
anytime that the Bills are like looking like the team to beat, they get blown out by the Chiefs, blown out by the Titans. Like, yeah, that really think, is like, the that really is the other two times it's happened this year, huh? Where people are getting super super hyped for this Buffalo Tennessee game, and they're both doing really well, and then Tennessee just runs them off the field, and then. You know, the Chiefs do the same thing, and that was a weird game because that was, like, a really bad weather game. But, I mean, a lot of people would be like, okay, well, the Steelers' offense isn't as good. The, as only, the, thing that can, the only thing that can, like, work against the Steelers is all the uh, weird, like, I don't know, Steeler energy in the air where if they drop one more game, then all of a sudden Cleveland's breathing down their neck. And, like, it's not Steeler football unless they're trying to win the division in Week 17. (laughs) Which might happen. I will say this, though. We're not trying to get too off track, and we'll talk about the Cleveland game on Monday night. But speaking of, like, you know, these – I don't want to call them, like, the unwritten rules, but that is kind of what we're talking about where, you know, the Bills seem to be better when they're being, you know – counted out and when they tend to get leaned on and when people are expecting good things they don't play as well well those are kind of like those unwritten rules and we'll be operating under the uh the the bottom half of the baker mayfield wheel on monday night where people have been talking him up and talking about how good he is like there are just some things in the nfl that i don't know i just feel like yeah, there's like these unwritten rules that like whatever you think is going to happen, go the opposite direction. I don't think the Steelers are going to blow out the Bills, but I certainly think that this game is going to be more competitive than some people think it is. I just think the national perspective of these two teams is so it's just going in opposite directions because of one game. Um, and that's what happens. So you bet the other way. Yeah, that's what Adam, Adam Lefko says that all the time. He's like, when I think. Something's going one way. I bet the other direction. Um, let's just talk about real quick, though. I, it, and this is what I think was unfair about that Monday game. I think after that game was over, everyone just got really wrapped up in the like, man, like Pittsburgh finally lost their receiver. They're they're leading the NFL and dropped passes and they can't run the ball and all this stuff. Dude, like, can we talk about Alex Smith? Yeah, comeback player of the year, Alex Smith. Like. And not even just Alex Smith, man, but this whole team. And look, there was not a team that was more deserving of the criticism it got in the preseason than the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins, got, right? All of the bad press they had, all of the drama with with their nickname and changing it and the horrible culture they had and... They bring in Ron Rivera, who gets diagnosed with cancer. He's taken IVs during halftime to keep himself hydrated. Alex Smith gets thrown into the game after not playing for two years. Like, Washington is this bizarre, incredible feel-good story that, like, if there was a comeback coach of the year, you would think it would be Ron Rivera. And then the comeback player of the year would probably go to Alex Smith... And I don't know, man, Washington is, I don't know how many more games Washington's going to win, but I really think it's, it's hard to not root for this iteration of this franchise, I think. 
I, I, I know you're. I know you. Ha- you're a little biased just because of Alex Smith. I love Alex Smith. It, it's you know, it's like interesting. You know, you have Ron Rivera at the beginning of the year, basically saying we need to teach these guys how to win, which sounds weird to just say, but like that's kind of the, you need to know what it's like to win games or, or how to overcome being down fourteen nothing before you can start believing in yourself and being a good team. Mm-hmm. And, it's and not- the, they're starting to, they're starting to do that. And they have the, they have the defensive talent. They're not too dissimilar from the 49ers of last year. I was going to compare them to the 49ers of last year, just from like, obviously not their record, but like schematically the way their defense is set up. That's pretty much what they are. Like they're right. just an incredibly frightening like four to five guy deep defensive line. They don't have to blitz. They put you on your ass when you catch the ball. They don't allow yards after catch unless it's to James Washington, I guess. And dude, I don't know, man. It, they Washington, look, man, I'm not trying to... We just talked about Alex Smith. I don't know what they're going to do with Alex Smith next year. But, I mean, if you look at their remaining schedule, ironically, this is actually kind of funny. Ironically enough, they play the 49ers next, which I think is interesting. That's going to be a good game. Um, But then after that, they play Seattle, Carolina, and the Eagles. And I got to tell you, there's only really one game in those four that jump out to me as like they're probably going to be you know underdogs against Seattle, but I could easily see them being you know one score dogs to for the 49ers, close with the Panthers. They may even be favorites against the Eagles and plus they're home against Seattle. Seattle's had to come out to the East Coast like four separate times this year. And the more and more yeah, we see usually- Seattle each and every week, the more and more it seems like their offense is kind of screeching to a halt. It's really weird. I, I don't know if it's a coaching philosophy or some sort of injury thing or what, just that they are not the same team. They're not playing with like a correct sense of urgency. I, mean, I don't even want to like say it's Russell Wilson trying to do hero ball stuff. I just I don't know what's going on, but it's not good. Like, we- how do you lose to the Giants? No, no, I can't say that. I can't say it because the Giants are not uh, too far away from the Redskins in set of, you know, in in terms of their rise. You know, they're almost the same team. Just like I was going to mention how, like, as much as we made fun of the NFC East this year, we just watched the Redskins or the Washington football team and the Giants come out and beat the best defense in the league and the best offense in the league, respectively. And I don't like. It's just weird, you know. Yeah, well, for years, for the last uh, few years, the NFC East has been the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, you know, it's starting to shift. It's going to be football team and Giants. So, uh, just speaking on the 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 football team and and the Giants, which is now an incredibly interesting race in the NFC. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nice. Now, 
Now that they both won, the Rams aren't winning the NFC East anymore. Right. Well, the the, the thing about it is the Giants beat the Reds. Um, I was going to do it again. The Giants beat Washington both times. Um, they beat them by a score of 20 to 19 and then beat them by a score of 23 to 20. So both games were incredibly close. But um, if you if you exclude those two games against Washington, against I'm sorry, against the Giants, the Washington football team has beaten Dallas by a score of 23 to 25 to 3. They beat the Bengals 20 to 9. They beat the Cowboys again 41 to 16 and then they beat obviously they beat the Steelers. The Giants actually have the second longest winning streak in the NFL now that Pittsburgh lost, which just feels insane. They've won four games in a row, and they beat Washington, they beat Philadelphia, um, they beat the Bengals, and, and then, of course, the Seahawks. So, let's, um, I actually have a, this, and I wanted to do this today uh, for the episode, because I, 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 we're getting close. I mean, we're, we're into week 13. There's only four games left uh, per team. We're finally done with bye weeks. So, uh, if you guys don't know, for those of you listening, uh, if you go to the website 5, 538.com, uh, which is like a news website. They do a lot of stuff for the election. They also have a sports section. And you can actually go to, uh, if you type in NF, or 538 NFL predictions, you'll get brought to this like little... I guess it's like a little computer program they came up with that tries to uh, predict what teams uh, have the best chance to win divisions, win first round buys, and you actually get to determine the results. So there's like a little week 14 column, uh, like the Chiefs here are at the top, and you can click the little box next to Miami, and you could decide if the Chiefs win, lose, tie, whatever, and you could see actually how it affects the playoff chances for each team in real time. So... I don't know if we want to do this for the whole episode, but I kind of want to like go through and have, since there's three of us, there won't be a tie and just see how, if we just predicted every game that was left, what teams would win their divisions and stuff like that. Predicted every game, not every game. Weeks? I'm talking, well, you don't have to predict every game, but like, I'm just saying like, like between Washington and the giants. Hmm. That could be interesting. Um, All right, here. Well, I'll, I'll just we'll just do it. We'll and then yeah, the three of us can just say if, if they win, lose. I know Corey's gonna probably say tie, but that that's fine. You could say tie too. Okay. So uh, well, let's do Washington first. So the first game is at San Francisco. What what do we think? Win, lose. I think they win. Yeah, I say win. All right, win. Uh, the Giants play Arizona in New York. Speaking of a team that's cool. skidding, Arizona's skidding super hard. Yeah, yeah. I I want to give it to, uh, I want to give it to the Giants just because Arizona going cross country. Yeah, I would I would lean towards that. I, man, it's weird to be picking the Giants in Washington to keep winning games, but yeah, I, I pick okay. the Giants. Okay, all right, we'll go with that. All right, now the, this week is the tough week. This is week 15. Both of these teams are, are very likely to be underdogs, uh, but both of these games are at home. So Washington hosting the Seahawks. 
I I'm yeah. gonna. Oh man. I gotta pick the Seahawks. I, I, yeah, I just I can't. Yeah. yeah, I gotta go with the Seahawks there. Uh, and then the Giants will be hosting the Cleveland Browns. Now this is, mind you, this is after the Monday night game against Baltimore. So keep that in mind. Cleveland had just played Baltimore on a short week, now hosting the Giants. Uh, I'm still picking Cleveland. I'm picking Cleveland in that game. What about you, Corey? You're going to pick Cleveland as well? No, I'm going to go with the Giants. It's still, I'm still not, like, I understand that Cleveland's still 8-3, and three, but they just don't feel 8-3 and three in my head yet. Like, I'm still not there. 9-3. Nine, nine and three. I'm still stuck in the past. Yeah, 9-3. and three. If I had to break this tie... The only here's what I would say. I would I would say if Cleveland wasn't playing Baltimore, that's the reason why I brought this up. P- Cleveland playing Baltimore on a short week. That's a like those are two really physical nasty defenses in a row. And I don't know, man. I, I I still think Cleveland's good. I I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a win for the Giants. So the win there. Now we have, and trust me, it's gonna balance out because uh, this week we have uh, in week 16, Washington against Carolina. I'm I'm probably gonna go Washington here. Yeah, I'm Same. gonna go Washington against with Ron Rivera against his old team. Right, and this is the reason why it balances out because. The Giants then go on the road to play Baltimore, and I would pick the Ravens to win that game. Yeah, Baltimore's beating the Giants. Baltimore's going to be backs against the wall trying to get the seven seed. All right. So, with so far, all right, we're into week 17. Per this, they are both seven and eight. The Giants, however, have an 84% chance to win the division because, again, because of the tiebreaker. So, in this situation, the only way Washington would win the division is they would have to beat Philadelphia and oh the Giants God. would have to lose to Dallas. So what do we think? Do the, Can Washington, which it's funny that the year started with Washington beating Philadelphia, right? And it looked like this humongous upset with Dwayne Haskins and Carson Wentz. Oh my God, look how bad Carson Wentz played. And then... 16 weeks later, Carson Wentz probably won't even be the starter. Dwayne Haskins is like the third stringer. Alex Smith is out there. Like, it's amazing how that that works out. But is anyone anyone believing in Philadelphia? I'm going to say both Washington and the Giants both lose. They they both both lose? Yeah, because I think think they're going to give – I think they're – they're going to give, I don't know, I think Carson Wentz gets a start in that game for whatever reason. I don't think he, I don't think he's there next year, but I just think for whatever reason he's going to start that game and he's just going to like kind of like pull an upset, like just like the, what's it called? The, uh, when the team needs to win and the other team oh. wins, I don't you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I think I think both teams are going to do that. I don't. I've seen 
and I've seen through the years the Cowboys beat the Giants so many times when I thought the Giants would win. Right. Uh, so believe I don't or not, have much faith with that. Believe it or not, this does not clinch the NFC East for the Giants. Because Philadelphia still has an 8% lose? chance. But they play New Orleans this week, and we know that that that's going to be a loss. So, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. So the Giants, according to our predictions... We'll win the NFC East, and uh, we'll win. We'll win the, the make the playoffs and win the division. So, do you, we want to do, do another division? The, Is there another one you guys want to do? If the Eagles lose this week, are they mathematically eliminated? No, no. Okay, no. Um, um we could do the. I mean, I think the Bills are probably going to win division, right? Mm-hmm. Well, no. Are they their either, last two games against are against New England and Miami? Is there Miami are giant killers? So yeah, I mean, we could we could do that one. Okay, because I think that's the only other like close enough division. Okay, all right. Let's do let's do we'll we'll do um we'll do all three teams. We'll do we'll go week to we'll do game to game. Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, primarily because they all play each other and it'll go relatively quick. Um, this week is massive, by the way, for the AFC playoff picture. Um, I think all but the Tennessee Titans, uh, as far as like if you look at the top nine teams in the playoff picture, only the Titans are playing a team that isn't inside the playoff picture this week in the AFC. This is like a massive AFC playoff week. Okay. We already kind of talked about Bills, Steelers. Uh, Matt thinks the Steelers will beat the Bills. Corey, what do you think? Uh, I'll go with the Steelers again. Okay. As long as... I I just want to say this real fast. I've never seen another player drop as many balls as Eric Ebron and still get the majority of the snaps. Dude. I don't they need talk a, about it. I don't, they, they need to send Vance McDonald out there or something and just like... Save Ebron for a half to know Dude, that he's like he he's capable of you know he's not untouchable at this point. He's not much better. So, all right, we have a loss to the Steelers. God, we're gonna look like idiots Sunday night, maybe. <laughs> um, all right, tonight's game, which we'll talk about a little more in depth: Patriots Rams. And I, this might be an unpopular take. Bill Belichick is gonna spank Jared Goff this game. Oh no, I think so too. Like, I got I got money I got money on the Patriots, dude. Yeah. Patriots are gonna beat the shit out of the Rams. I I think I, I think Yeah. I wanna say that I think Jared Goff is gonna have a bad game, but I don't think Cam's gonna have a good enough game either. So it's just gonna be a defensive struggle. Yeah. So I, I think I'm gonna go with the team that's been winning more and say the Rams are going to win this game. Okay, but just for the just for the record, I have to put the Rams. I have to put the Patriots because me and Matt both think it. But just for the record, yeah, Corey, that's Corey does. But think. yeah, that's just okay. All right, now here's the big one: <laughs> Kansas City against the Dolphins in Miami. Well. I have to. I have to imagine Matt's going to say they're going to win. I, I got a stat for you. After Matt just said that. Dolphins are giant killers. He's going to go with the Giants. 
The right. Dolphins are three and zero all time at home when playing a team with an eleven and one record or better. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the it's they beat the Patriots twice and then they beat the Bears in eighty five. <laughs> But like, oh, wait a minute! The Eighty-five they, they, Bears. Wait. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude, they're so, dude. Big rip. You're losing. <laughs> but dude. I just want you to know that all three of the teams that the Dolphins beat went on to win the Super. No. <laughs> <laughs> the curveball. <laughs> so I'm picking the Dolphins to win this game. <laughs> God damn it! No. I'm changing my mind. <laughs> no, you know what? No, I'm gonna stick to it. I think the Dolphins win this game. Here's my more here's my more thoughtful approach to this, right? Uh Brian Flores was the defensive coordinator and part of the part of the staff for Bill Belichick, right? Right. The Patriots have been probably the only team that has at least consistently given Mahomes problems. Right? Like, each time... Mm -hmm. I actually found this out the other day. Each successive game that Pat has played against Bill Belichick, from a PFF grade standpoint, he's gotten worse. Believe it or not. Like, Mm -hmm. this... The game earlier this year was actually his worst game ever as a pro. He graded in, like, the 40s. Um, But anyway... I don't know, man. I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins turn the AFC on its ear. Not that it matters, because according to that statistic, the Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl. Um. Okay, so this is already insanely interesting because now the Bills are nine and four, the Dolphins are nine and four, and the Patriots are seven and six. So this is already super interesting. Okay, so back to the Bills. Uh, they have a game against Denver, which I think they win. Um. Does anyone yeah, dispute they that? They should. No, they should be able to beat Denver. Drew Locke not looking like the truth. No. Um. All right. Patriots at the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins always get Belichick once, or is it a Tom Brady thing? I don't know. Was it the Dolphins always got Tom Brady once, or did the Dolphins always get Belichick once. I guess we're going to have to find out. Um, I'm going to say Bill usually drops games to his former coaches. It's also true. I'm ready to pick the Dolphins here. I've already picked them. <laughs> okay. I've already picked them, dude. I, 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 I believe. I do. I believe in the Dolphins. Okay. Next, we have the Bills at the Patriots. So this is the be honest, rematch. Be honest. Do you believe in the Dolphins because of the way they're playing now? Or do you believe in the Dolphins because the two of us picked them to win the division Shut at the up. beginning of the year? <laughs> um, now, no, no, no. Because I'm because in the next game, they play the Raiders, and I think they're going to lose. Like, two gigantic games. Like, you beat the Chiefs, you beat the Patriots, both at home, and then you got to go travel across the country to Vegas. I think you lose that game. Just as, like, an emotional, like, release game, right? Valid. So I'll put the I'll put the Dolphins as a loss there, and if, if either one of you agree with me. No, I agree. No, okay. that, that, that makes sense in okay. uh, the way we have things going. All right, so New England at the Bills. So this is the rematch of the game where Cam Newton had the ball with a chance to win, and he fumbled. So... And it's in Foxborough. 
I I want to give it to I want to give it to the Patriots. So do I. I can't I can't envision a situation where Belichick gets swept by a team. No, I can't either. Honestly, the the Patriots have found weird, scrappy ways to win when they need to most. All right. So finally, uh, the Patriots play the Jets week 17. That's a win. Uh, That leaves the Patriots at seven and nine. And according to this, they have a one percent chance to make the playoffs. But it leaves us with a week 17 game between the Bills and Miami. Whoever wins, wins the AFC East. Y'all laughed at us. Y'all laughed at us. So is the 1% chance the Bills and the Dolphins tying? No, the 1% chance depends on what happens with like the Raiders and the the Oh, the, okay. Like, the Raiders and the Ravens and yeah. the Browns and the Titans like that's yeah, what the Yeah, cuz they would comes they from. would only be able to get in as a wild card though. Correct. Okay. All right. You guys already know I'm going to pick Miami. So, oh, yeah, me too. I, oh, you listen, are, dude? <laughs> we picked Miami to win the division. I'm all in. Dude, and Corey hates Corey hates Josh Allen. We're, we're in. <laughs> all right. Where is it? Here we go. Miami, 11-5. And, and the Bills, 10-6. and six. Okay, so the Bills... So that puts Miami... Uh, in the playoffs as a as a division-leading team. That does not clinch the playoffs for the Bills, though, despite them being 10-6. and Because if you remember, the Bills did lose to the Titans. So there is a chance that the Bills would not make the playoffs, given our current, uh, our current breakdown. So, oh man, um... What division could we do next? Do you want to do the South with the Colts and the Titans? Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, yeah I'm done. Okay. So, again, okay, so... Um, Titans uh, on the road against Jacksonville. I think that's a win. I think we can all agree. Yeah. All right. Another big game. Colts at Raiders. Matt's going to pick the Colts, but... I mean, yeah, I'm never picking the Raiders for anything. Uh. Philip Rivers should know how to play that Raiders team. Okay. So I'll give it to the Colts. Okay. Um, that definitely keeps the Patriots kind of alive. Um, all right, next game. These are some favorable schedules. Holy cow. Um, the Colts with their, again, let's remember the two divisional games within a three-week span. Uh, the Colts with their rematch against Houston. They did win by six, and with uh, Deshaun Watson fumbling on the on the goal line. What do we think here? Anyone want to go I mean, with Deshaun? I, I I don't know if I can. I, I we have a small sample size of one more game, but like this team is different when they don't have Will Fuller. I don't. I can't. Okay. I can't pick Houston. I I will pick Houston. I think they might be a little bit more God. prepared by then, figuring out what they have with uh, Kiki Cutie and uh, their tight end core. You know, they might figure something else out. They might have Duke Johnson back by then. I think. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree with Corey. I I just think 
that 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 game could have easily been Houston's and Houston kind of fumbled it away. And I think the more yeah, the more time you're giving Deshaun to figure out what he's got, I think I think they can get a win. Um What about the Titans playing the Detroit Lions? We're going to give Matt Stafford an upset win or did the Titans does Derrick Henry run for 300 yards in this game? Yikes. I I hope he runs for 300 yards in that game. Do one I do we think the Titans win? Yeah. I yeah. think I think Ryan Tannehill and okay. can probably abuse that matchup a little bit. Okay. With Corey uh, Davis and AJ Brown. Week 16, big game for both teams. The Colts are at Pittsburgh. And the Titans are at Green Bay. I'm, and this is not me as a Steelers fan. I work with a with a Colts fan, and he has, like, you say this every episode. Yeah, I do. No, he has, dude. Every single time we talk about Pittsburgh and the Colts playing, he like adamantly tells me, he's like, dude, you're going to win. <laughs> like, stop, stop questioning your team when they play the Colts. You are going to win that game. And I don't yeah. know. I th- if you can make Philip Rivers uncomfortable, you will win that game. So I'm picking the Steelers. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to say both Titans and the Colts lose that week. Even though, even though they're going against uh, uh, Green Bay, Titans lose. You think the Titans lose against Green Bay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Rabel's so that- gonna. Red was going to be pissed off with Fuller left him. Okay. All right, and then the final week. Now, that does that would clinch the division for the Titans, uh, but the Colts are not out of the playoff picture yet. Um, so these two last games don't really matter. Um, but the Colts play the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I think they would win. Uh, and then the Titans would play at Houston. Um, I, I'll, oh, man. I, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay with Deshaun Watson getting a little bit of revenge in the final month of the year, knocking off both the Colts and the Titans in three weeks. Would does that affect? Because because what? Because I know we would have. I know we're thinking we were going to have Chiefs and the Steelers as the top two seeds. So who would be? The fourth seed. The fourth seed would be the Bills. We have the Dolphins. Or no, oh, no. wait. No, 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 I'm Did sorry. We the, have fourth, the, Dolphins? the fourth seed would be the Titans. The Titans would be the fourth seed, no matter what, okay. I think. Okay, so I'll, I'm going to say that, yeah, I'm going to say Titans lose that game. Okay. Texans are going to just rest players. Okay. Um. Yeah, because I don't think their conference record would be good enough, because the Dolphins' conference record's really good. Um, especially if they end up beating like the Chiefs and the Patriots and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. I, as much, which sucks because I'm gonna have. If I get that far, I'm gonna have Derrick Henry probably getting rested that game in my big money league. Dude, those are those are two rough games for him to be resting against too, because Green Bay and Houston are two of the worst run defenses in the NFL. Okay, so we have um, 
most of the AFC playoff picture done. Um, do we want to do? Do we want to finish off the North with Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and the Ravens? I'm Pittsburgh, the Ravens, and the Browns, and see where those three fin- teams finish. I think we might as well. I mean, we did the other three divisions. Yeah, might as well. We come this far. We fell right. for your trap. I know, right? <laughs> you fell for it. All right, Pittsburgh. We'll Pitt, we've already done two games for Pittsburgh, so let's do the other two. Um, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Are we? No, they Steelers win. Okay, Steelers win. All right, so that was the three. Okay, so let's go to the Ravens now. So this is the Monday night game at Cleveland. Um, the Ravens are more than likely to have their full complement of players back. Um, Cleveland coming off that huge win against Tennessee. It's in Cleveland. Is anyone going to pick the Browns? I am. I'm picking Cleveland. Corey? Yeah, I'll go with Cleveland, too. Wow! Holy crap. Okay, wow. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just wow, think, dude! Wow! I've, I oh, know that, dude. I think this, All right, well, yeah. that single, that clinched, um, if, if you guys, okay, so, uh, that, that win would, in fact, clinch the Cincinnati win for Cleveland would, would, uh, I'm sorry, the Cincinnati win for Pittsburgh did clinch their first round by, so the week 17 game uh, won't matter, but we still have the Ravens left. Um, two games, though, against Jacksonville, which I think all of us will say they'd win. Cincinnati, yep. which I think they'd also win. Mm-hmm. So that puts the Ravens at 10-6. and six. The Browns would then go week 16 against the Jets and beat them. And then, 100%. assuming that what we have here is what would happen... The Steelers would almost 100% not play their starters against Cleveland, which would Mason result... Mason Rudolph against Miles Garrett, Week 17. Yep. And I would say Cleveland would win that game. Cleveland would beat the shit out of them that game. Yeah, Cleveland would beat... <laughs> yeah, the... they would. Yeah, Cleveland would beat the hell out of them that game. And Cleveland... Walter Payton, dude, man of the year, Miles Garrett's going to crap on Dude, them. Cleveland has a... Cleveland, from what we have here... Cleveland would be going twelve and four and be a wild card team. I mean, that's the Pittsburgh way, dude. That is so <laughs> shitty. That's so shitty. Okay. All right. Finally, um, oh, wait. Well, let's see. Do we have the, the AFC playoff picture done now? Because okay, we're okay. we should we should okay. Well, let's, be... uh, then the only team left is the Chiefs. So we have um, week fi- okay. Well, all right. I guess I'm gonna have to break this tie. Week 15 against New Orleans <laughs> with the Chiefs. I'm assuming I'm... Whatever, whatever you have to do to get Chiefs into the second seed, that's fine with me because that's what's going to happen. Um, I mean, Kansas City's going to win. Do they just have to win? How many of the last, what, four games do they have to win? Do they just have to win two more games? They just have to win, Uh, yeah, just two more games. Okay, so they're going to lose to New Orleans. <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm going to do? They tie New Orleans. That's what we're going to do. You said I was going to be the one that ties. No, now we're, we're tied. We have one, one, and one. We're tied. All right. Tie New Orleans. Okay, oh. so that would mean that the Steelers' number one seed, the Chiefs at the two seed, the three seed would be the Miami Dolphins. 
Hell yeah. And the four seed would be the Titans. The Titans would then, in the first round, have a rematch against the Cleveland Browns. Oof. Uh, the Miami Dolphins would play... Let's see. Wait, why is that not... Why is that not... Uh, Oh, um, we we didn't do the AFC West, so I don't know. Well, it's just the Raiders. Um, I don't know. I don't think the Raiders are going to make playoffs. I think the Raiders. Okay, well, let's just see. Do the Raiders beat the Chargers? No. No. Okay. All right, that eliminates them. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so now we're done. (laughs) So now we're done. Okay, so the first round of the playoffs would be the Titans and the Browns. It would be the um, Ravens. I think, yeah, because the, the two wildcard teams would be the Bills and the Ravens. Um, so you'd what get the Ravens versus the Chiefs in the first round? No, it would be it would be Ravens Dolphins. Oh, okay. And then Bills and then Chiefs. All right, well, easy clap. Wow, dude, no respect. Yeah, no, we we crapped on them before. Well, Kansas City will absolutely destroy Buffalo. Wow, man. It won't even be close. The AFC Championship game is going to be Pittsburgh-Kansas City. You still think so? It's either Pittsburgh-Kansas City or Cleveland-Kansas City. Shut up. I said what I said. (laughs) All right, well... That's our playoff picture. That's the the FadPod AFC playoff picture. I guess the NFC is not really as exciting because, like... The teams are pretty like teams we kinda know. Good, the teams that are good at beating the Packers are gonna be fringe and one of them's not making the playoffs now. So it's gonna be Packers Saints NFC championship game and then it's gonna be can the Saints defense get a pass rush on Aaron Rodgers? What do you think, Jusby? Hello. Hello, Fadcon. I'm Jusby. I just Is woke this- up. Is this Jusby or is this Nathan's impression of Jusby? Yeah, is, is this, this Kuiper really, doing? Is this Kuiper this is, doing a Jusby impression? I don't again? No, yes no, I don't trust and this. yes. Wait, 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 ask ask Jusby a question that only Jusby can answer. Okay. Oh, you're asking what me to ask Jusby a question? What is what is the <laughs> fastest time? What is the fastest Metroid speedrun time? Um, right now, I think it's about 43 You minutes. think? This is not Justin. <laughs> this is not Justin. Get the fuck out of here. My man tried to like days ago, bro. Don't do this you to me. Oh, okay. Don't do this try, to try to dig yourself out of this one, Kuiper. Okay. Uh, Kuiper, but Jusby, since we just summoned you by mentioning the Packers. What, what oh, is that what happened? Yeah, literally. That ass, it's awesome. I we we just finished our AFC playoff predictions or, or like matchups and we literally got to the NFC. We said, It's not as exciting. We know it's gonna be the Packers versus the Saints, and then you popped in. That's hella. Do you wanna hear our AFC playoff picture, Justin? Yeah, shoot it. So uh we Well have you Pittsburgh's... just have to listen to the episode. No, no, I'll I'll, I'll give it to him me. again. Uh, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers holding on uh, to the one seed with a record of 14 and two. Okay. We have the Kansas City Chiefs at the second seed with a record of 13, two and one because I made them tie the Saints. Oof. Um, 
The third <laughs> overall seed <laughs> is the Miami Dolphins. Yo, you have to like. They would have to like almost win out, right? They, they, uh, we have them going eleven and five. Holy shit! Um, and then the fourth overall seed is the Titans. So then the matchups would be the fifth wild card would be the Browns. So the Browns and the Titans would play again. We have the Browns at twelve and four. We have the Browns at twelve and four. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hell yeah, we do. Largely because like that's the we have a uh, Pittsburgh winning out to that point. And the Steelers just like sit their guys and they let Mason Rudolph go out and get killed by Miles Garrett. Peyton Man of the Walter Peyton Man of the Walter Year. Walter Peyton Man of the Year. Um, oh my god. So the Titans play the Browns. The Dolphins would play the Ravens. And then the Chiefs would play the Bills in the first round. So that would be the wild card round. Honestly, I feel like that's I feel like that's pretty likely. <laughs> Like, the only team that too. we have missing out of the playoffs is we have the Colts dropping out in favor of the Ravens. And we have the Patriots not being not making it, the, Ra- the Raiders not making it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So, and yeah, the NFC is just not... The only thing we did in the NFC was we did the NFC East. And we have the Giants winning the NFC East with a record of 7-9. and nine. I think, I think that's, uh, I think it's all but ine- inevitable at this point. It's it's kind of incredible to see like what the Giants have done for themselves. Like as the season's been progressing, mm-hmm. they've been becoming a fairly competent team. This reminds me, like a slightly better version of the Miami Dolphins from last year. Yeah, they're just like they didn't have to draft a quarterback; they just had one. Right. Um, Corey, you were the one, I think, last week that mentioned, like, in this upcoming draft, if you're Dave Gettleman, what do you do? Do you just, like, lean into your strength, which is getting more defensive players? Or do you try to get, you know, more help on the offensive side for Daniel Jones? Yeah. And, and like, I thought about it, and I guess it. this is kind of a vanilla response, but we don't really know how free agency is going to work this off season with all of the, the turmoil from, you know, um, you know how the money is going to work and the salary cap changes and all that type of thing. So I think, I think most GMs are going to focus more on the draft to try to build their team. And because of that, I think they're going to lean more into defense because that's where Dave Gettleman is more attuned to. Right. Yeah, I think I mentioned that I think if they were able to get Isaiah Simmons this year, that would have been fantastic for them. They just need kind of just like an athletic linebacker to go next to Blake Martinez. Um, Be uh, Mika Parsons from Penn State. Yeah, uh, but I the offensive line this year was too pressing for them to pass up on that Georgia tackle. Who's been really good last few weeks. Yeah. And they're also going to get Nate Solder back next year, too. Yeah. Um, So I think that... I think they're just going to... Because they put together a pretty good secondary there with Jabril Peppers and Bradbury and a couple other guys. And then their defensive line is pretty decent. Just some kind of edge defender or some athletic linebacker. Did you know that 
Leonard Williams has as many sacks in like his few games with the Giants that he had his entire career with the Jets. <laughs> I mean, it's just another byproduct of uh, leaving Adam Gase and becoming the best version of yourself. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of what happens, so wait, so wait, if the Jets leave Adam Gase, are they going to be unstoppable? They're going to they go worse from get, first. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence, and they're going to be good. Watch Holy them shit. not fire Adam Gase. I will start a riot if Adam Gase ever coaches in the NFL again anywhere. I'll, Dude, I'll, I'll quit football. They fired. They they fired Greg Williams. Well, yeah, he deserved to be fired too, but yeah, that was but like, Adam Gase that fired him. It was Adam Gase that fired him. Like, it's just Adam Gase is doing whatever to yeah, try to save his job. All right, I mean, I don't know why he thinks his job is even anywhere near saved. The whole the GM's fired, the head coach is fired, the owner should be fired. Yeah, Ugh. press that, hit that red button, blow the whole thing up. Hit the Trevor Lawrence reset button. Go. Hell it, yeah, it's happening. Anyway, enough about shitty teams and shitty coaches and shit. Uh, there's the rest of the NFC that it doesn't matter because it'll be Packers Saints NFC Championship game. But like, you're gonna have the Rams win the NFC West. Ooh. And then, and then oh, spicy. I guess that's it. I guess that's it because we have the North, South, East, and West winners. Um, the the Seattle's gonna be with their with their. Uh, Fall from grace, uh, back in as a wild card team and lose in the first round. Uh, no, they won't lose in the first round. Yeah, no, they will because they'll play the Giants in the first round. You got Seattle playing the Giants in the first round of the playoffs, they'll lose. So the seven and nine Giants will win a playoff game. Uh, um, then the the next the next matchup would be, um, it would be the Buccaneers as a wild card team. That is the only team the Packers do not want to play. That's well, it. That's the only team left. Wait, no, no, no. It would be um, yeah, it would be Seattle versus. I'm just looking at the thing here in front of me. It would be Seattle versus um, the uh, the Giants, and then it would be. I'm trying to think of the other divisions. Why am I like blanking? Um. They're the North, they're the South, the West. Oh, the Rams would play the Buccaneers in another rematch of this year. I, I think I'd probably just take the Rams again. And, um, I mean, with, with the way we have this, like, shaken out, um, and the way I think we would predict these matchups, um... I don't think we need to talk about who the Saints would play in the first round. Why are we saying Saints are going to play in the first round? Because we have them tying Kansas City. You have them tying Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, fine. Say they win against... Okay, fine. We're going to change it. They win against Kansas City. Guess what that changes? Nothing. Because they'd have the same record as the Packers, and the Packers beat them heads up. Don't we have the Saints would have a better divisional record? That doesn't matter. They lost head to head. I thought that came after. No, head to head Saints, is first. Saint, that's why the Saints are in head ahead right now. 
The Packers are the Packers are nine and three. The Saints are ten and two. Oh, yeah. So the Saints would the Saints would be in in the first round of the playoffs, and we don't need to talk about who they'd play because I don't why because because why who are they playing? I mean, who I I mean, who I have here would prop no I don't want to say it. No, say it. It'd be the Vikings. The Vikings aren't making playoffs. The Vikings aren't making the playoffs. <laughs> all right, hold on. They're okay, making late, they're making a late season surge. Listen, all right, hold up, hold up. Let's just let's run down the Vikings schedule. Hold on. This Name week they a, play Tampa. Gonna they're going to lose. This week they play Tampa. They're going to lose. Right? Yes. They're going to yes. lose. Right. Then they play Chicago, and they're going to win. No. Yes, no, they are. <laughs> Why are they not going to beat Chicago, Corey? I think I think they I think they because, beat Chicago because Khalil Mack's going to eat Kirk Cousins. Ah, Kirk Cousins. so Matt Nagy isn't a bad coach. No, Khalil Mack is just good enough to make up for it. Justin, does do Minnesota beat does Minnesota beat Chicago? Yeah. Okay. Week sixteen, the Vikings play the Saints. They lose. No, it's regular season. Saints are going to dominate. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same. Those are saying the Vikings lose. Is what I meant. Oh, the Vikings. Yeah, no, no. It's re- it's regular season. It, Matt, Matt, you going to back me up here? Only exists in the playoffs. Are, are what you think the Vikings are winning in the regular season against the Saints? Do you know how much pent up rage the Saints have against the Vikings? Right, and every single time the Saints have pent up rage in a game, they don't win. No. <laughs> That's just in playoffs. Also, like, they can actually stop. Literally, your barometer for if you can beat the Vikings literally just depends on how much you can stop Dalvin Cook. That's it. Not, not necessarily. You got to stop Justin Jefferson, my guy. You got Stephon Diggs, but a f- millions of dollars cheaper in Justin Jefferson. <laughs> It's like they didn't change. Their defense isn't playing great, but they got Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, and Adam Thielen. They've really started coming into their own. Can I? And I don't know. Even if they lose against the Saints here, I don't know what what, what other teams are going to jump above them for the seventh seed. Um. Well, let's see. If we change that to a what's, loss, um, what's Cardinals? What are the Cardinals' final weeks? Oh well, okay. According to this, even a loss to the Saints would um would put the Vikings in at eight and eight. Um, the Cardinals play Philadelphia, which so is a win. That's a win. Um, they play San Fran, and I don't know how you would call that game at all. I just picked San Fran to win because San Fran lost the first game. Yeah, yeah I'll give it. I'll give it to the Cardinals again too. So oh, we need would... two more wins for the Cardinals in the last two weeks? Or we so you... just need one more win. So you would have the Cardinals winning? Because that would if we if we gave them the next two games, that would put them at eight and six. Yeah, and then their last two games, uh or the last game of the season is against the Rams, and I think they'd lose. They're gonna lose well, to the Rams. And then we already the had them losing be... to the Giants. Are so... the Rams gonna be playing or are they gonna be resting? Because no, they're going to have to play because Seattle's going to have the same record as them at the end of the year. Okay. 
So that would put the Cardinals at 8-8, eight and eight, which is the same record as the Vikings, and the Vikings have a better conference record, so they'd still get in. Any other team? My, my, only, my only difference here is I would probably, if, if I remember correctly, I was looking at this earlier, I don't think the Packers take the first seed. The only way the Packers take the first seed is they have to finish with the same or better record than the Saints do. Yeah. So the Packers are essentially here. Okay. The Packers last four games are Detroit, Carolina, Tennessee, and Chicago. Those are four wins. Those are four relatively easy. No, they're going to lose to the Titans. Dude, okay. I suggested that earlier, and Corey was like, no. No, No, dude. Aaron Rodgers only loses to good defenses, and the Titans are like the 28th ranked defense. They also, Packers also lose against good rushing teams. You're forgetting this. You're forgetting the major problem with the Packers. Can't stop the run. They can't stop the run. Derrick Henry's going to rush for like 200 yards. They couldn't stop the run against Chicago. Right. This is what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that game's very winnable. It's in Green Bay, though. That does not matter. Oh, yeah. With Derrick Henry, it doesn't matter. He puts the snow tires on. Right. <laughs> I think he's just going to. He, he's a mechanic. He'll just put. He'll just quickly, you know, put the snow tires we, on. We all know why this this first round by, uh, Matt, like this first round by fight in the NFC is way more interesting than the one in the AFC, because because like Corey has said it before on this show, like Saints don't want to play in Green Bay. Right. Like, Saints don't want to play outside in Green Bay. In, in, yeah, it'll be bad. In January. They, they don't want that to happen. I don't know, though. Like, maybe with Taysom, it's different. What do you think, Corey? Don't you think Taysom, like, changes that narrative? Well, that's because against the Vikings, he, Taysom was, like, the bright spot of that game. He was. Like, that's, that's what I said is, like, there has to be, like, regardless of what drew has done for you in the past you have to like just be able to come out like nick saban did in that champ that championship game and be like all right jalen hurts i know you got us this far but we're not passing the ball well we need to bring in tua Mm -hmm. like you just have to have that mindset set in like in a game like that like a win or die situation right so I don't know. Drew's supposed to be back. I think it said I saw week fifteen. Um. So I don't know. I think. I think there's definitely a case saying like, "Hey, Green Bay's not good against the run, so let's just have a quarterback out there that's a threat to run and just you know." Latavius Murray, Kamara, and Taysom just take turns running all over them. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that that's that's easily the the game plan I think Sean Payton would <clears throat> would approach with is just like, you know, Jyrie Alexander is gonna follow Michael Thomas around all game long. And not to say that Michael Thomas can't win, but that's like a you know, those are two of the best in the world at their position. So you gotta figure like 
it's going to be a little bit of a 50-50 there. But you yeah. know that Green Bay just cannot deal with physical running games. And you t- you take those three. You could even get away with putting all three of them out there. And just, like, run some crazy, like, triple option type of nonsense. And just possess the ball forever. Almost kind of do, like, what the Ravens do. And I think that that could provide a lot of problems for the Packers. And then you you basically take Aaron Jones out of the game. And then you let the pass rush for the Saints just tee off on Aaron Rodgers. Now, the flip side to that would be, you know... If that doesn't work, or if they try to come out and try to like throw it and try to keep up with it, that's the type of game Aaron Rodgers wants. Like Aaron Rodgers wants to be able to be like, you know, dictating things at the line of scrimmage and run the ball with Jones and flip it out to him and hit Devontae Adams on quick passes and get really angry at MVS when he drops deep passes. No way. What? Yeah. He dropped another one. And did you guys see that, like the clip of, you know, that deep bomb to. Marquez Valdez Scantling that he dropped and the cameras on MVS for like a solid like eight seconds and then the camera cuts back to Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers is still staring at him like 10 seconds after the play's over yeah I thought that was really funny yeah I'm throwing that so Um, we like the interesting thing about a Saints Green Bay matchup is that Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams did not play when they played earlier this year. You really? Had, right. Oh, that's... Oh, my... I didn't even think about that. So you had Adam Lazard out there catching six passes for 146 yards yeah, against against a defense that's been playing significantly better since then. Yeah. Man. There was what? Can I gush about Alan Lazard real quick? Sure. Saints had eight penalties that game, (laughs) which they've been eight penalties to two, which have been you know, it's they've been cutting down on the penalties since then too, which is a big part of why their defense is doing a lot better. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can go ahead about Lazard now. I just wanted to. Those are the those are the keys for the Saints in a rematch. Like, I know that Rodgers spent a lot of time last year talking about how much he liked Lazard and everything. But I'm talking about somebody who's risen to the occasion, man. He, uh, you know, he started coming into the, coming into, you know, being totally active in games last year. But I'm not sure if it's really just because of his repertoire with, with Rodgers and this relationship with him that's helping, like their connection. But, there's an impact when he's on the field. And for sure. It's it's something that we desperately needed in our wide receiver core, so it wasn't just the Devontae Adams show. I mean, it kind of still is. But with him stepping up and like our tight ends actually doing some shit, um like Sternberger actually catching passes and stuff like that. Like Rodgers is able to like spread the ball out. It's not like it was towards the end of last year where he was only throwing at Devonte. I mean, I appreciate him only throwing it to Devonte. I mean, I'm just, I don't know you appreciate it. He's, yeah, he's still catching all the tutties, okay? He is. 
He's the tutty machine. He's still catching all the... That has not changed about him. He's still catching all the tutties. Also, can but, I just... Uh, go ahead, Justin. But it just sets up a foundation for, like... Now, if Rodgers is... Like, if, if Adams is completely shut down, Ro- like, Rodgers, like, isn't stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, getting the ball to, like, MVS, who's just going to drop it. I mean, he still tries. <laughs> But. Can I just say, I don't know, like, we've been talking about these projected uh, championship matchups and all the way. We've already gone over an hour, so we'll talk a little bit about tonight's game and then we'll call it. Um, can I just say how actually kind of cool it would be if we had a Fad Pod championship weekend? What do you mean? Well, okay, who are the two favorites to make it in the AFC? Oh, oh shit! And That's... then, yeah, and then who would be the two favorites to make it in the NFC? God, it really is the fad pod year. Yeah, like think about how cool that would be. Like if it was Pittsburgh, Kansas City, and then Green Bay, New Orleans. We'd have to do like a fight. That'd We'd have to do like a parody fight episode where, like, you know, like at the weigh-ins and stuff, like me versus Kuiper and Corey versus Justin. Well, oh yeah. I feel like me. The thing about me and Matt is like every single time the Steelers play the Chiefs, <laughs> Matt like hates me that whole week, and like yeah. I try, I try to be like super humble because like I don't hate the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs were like a, my soft spot team back when like Matt Castle and like Alex Smith was their quarterback. They were like my soft spot team, and I kind of liked them. But like unbeknownst to me, Matt had been like quietly tortured by the Steelers and by Pittsburgh fans his entire life. So, like, whenever I try to say, hey, man, like, you guys are going to do great, good game, he's like, fuck you. <laughs> You're just <laughs> saying that. There, there's some, there is some uh, childhood trauma involved in that. I can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> the PTSD comes crawling back every time. Yeah. And then Corey just thinks that Justin sucks. <laughs> Listen, man. And that Aaron for the past twenty eight and a half years. Yep, Justin. Hey, true. I uh, I I see. I adore the Saints, though. I love the Saints. So, like, man, that's so hard. That I, just, I want her to get a ring. I'm, you just I'm, you just like the Saints because the who played again in their Super Bowl. That was that was my first uh, that was one of my first football games that I watched like not being a child, um, but I had no idea one. what was going on. But yeah. uh, good one to watch. No, but I, I just really I like Drew Brees a lot. Yeah, I feel and like I want him. I want him to get another ring, and he's gonna Man. he's probably gonna retire after this year, and like I I, I want him to get that ring. So like if it came to that. Like, you came to the championship game, and it was the Saints of the Packers. Of course, like, I want the Packers to win, but, like, I'd be low-key rooting for the Saints, too. Man, if you're out there listening, I would not feel the same way about if the Steelers play the Chiefs, by the way. Well, of course yeah, you would. No, I, I'm out for blood. <laughs> oh, yeah, Matt and I Matt and I would want to kill each other. <laughs> um, like, Worst-case scenario for me is, like, the Packers lose the NFC Championship again. I'm like, oh, the Packers lost in the NFC Championship again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, it's, it's like the same way every single year has gone for you for the last, like, ten years. Almost. Yeah, I, I mean, 
Justin's the only one that's indifferent about anything because I would because this I'm looking at this like this is our last chance because after this we're in cap hell like we've kicked the can down the road too much like this is this is the yeah. window I don't know it's man. gonna be closing I mean, we're still gonna have like a fun offense to watch afterwards I assume but like there's no way we keep anybody from defense from like now until five years. Let me tell you guys, anyone out there listening to this, if you're not rooting for a fad pod championship weekend, I don't know what's, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like how, how could you not want all four of us to be going into that championship weekend? <laughs> you know, feeling It'd happy. Be the best content on the internet. Let me just, let me just put that out. The yeah. best content on the internet. The one, the one episode we would get out that week because, man, it's <laughs> it's been tough. Um, the one episode we would get out that week would just be like, you know what we may do if if that ends up happening. What we should do is we should just do two episodes: one with just Corey and Justin, and the other with just me and Matt. We we've we've tried the Corey Justin. It, it's not good. No, no, just listen. But that would be not good. That would be the point. The point would be, would be like, me, oh man, the Corey Justin episode would be like, yeah, man, like it would Corey. be me irrationally passive aggressive against Justin, and Justin would be like, okay, yeah, because he <laughs> right. And then the Matt me episode would just be like, you suck, man. Fuck you, piece of shit, like. <laughs> like it would be no, so like be opposite for both episodes so so the others could keep the, the other people fucking level oh that would be great but uh yeah so we've it's, already so gone over an hour now i was gonna say we've already gone over what's that because like that's so, how i really feel like i'm, I'm gonna I, I say all this stuff now because like how i really feel about the saints and everything like that but then when it gets I, close if that happens when it gets close uh, the switch is gonna flip Oh, it will. The, the Jiry Alexander jerseys, or no? Do you have you have the Bakhtiari jersey? The Bakhtiari jersey comes out, and Jusby's like, "Ah, Packums, Packums, cheese hat, cheese hat, go!" That's it happened last year when they played the Chiefs. You were like, the whole week, Justin was like, "Man, that sucks. That Pat's not playing. I hate that. It's terrible." And then the game's about to start, and Justin puts his jersey on. He's like, "Matt, we're gonna kick your fucking ass." Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until it's a Bills giant Super Bowl, and so we'll just have the disgusting, angry, angry, and dome come on and just have their episode. That's amazing! I love that idea. I guess that's what we'd have to if the Bills make the Super Bowl. Angry's gotta like definitely be here. We'll just do an episode with Angry and Corey. Mm. That'd be good. Angry and dome. <laughs> Does uh does anyone have anything specific about the game tonight? I think we kind of touched on it a little bit. I think this game is going to be about as I, I think this is going to be a really low scoring like defensive game. I will say this though, because I know Matt, you follow the Sharp Football anal- uh, Analysis guys like Dan Pizzuta and Rich Rebar and all those guys. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an article that was put out today that talked about how. The uh, the New England Patriots the last three weeks have run like more 21 personnel than any other team in the NFL. 
and that there are only like four teams in the whole league that have seen as like that have seen less 21 personnel than the Rams have. And the Rams love that like deep cover to keep the safeties back style of defense. And maybe there's the potential that the, 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 and we know the way the Rams operate, they don't seem to enjoy mid game adjustments very well. So maybe there's a chance that New England can kind of like roll offensively against the the Rams defense. I don't think I I have no belief that this is going to be like a relatively high scoring game. But I just think that there's a little bit more of a chance that the Patriots can sustain offense where I think it's going to be a little difficult for the Rams. That's just me, though. Fair. Unless, uh, I don't know. Unless Robert Woods just catches a million screen passes for a thousand yards in a game. <laughs> but yeah, I guess since Justin's here, Justin can uh, see if he remembers how to do a close. I do. Oh, yeah? Please make sure you follow us at twitter.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. If you feel like giving us money, give us some fucking money, please. Go to patreon.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. There's a bunch of different options for you to give us money, including a tier that's still there where you could be Corey's friend. I just want to remind everybody that, you know, it's Christmas and it's the season of giving, and you can give yourself Corey's friendship. You just get on there, give us those, like, 50 bucks, and you can... (laughs) You could be Corey's friend for the month. You, you're obligated to a Twitter conversation with him over Twitter. Do you get to slide into his DMs? You can get all uh, up and personal with him like we did when the episode started. Hey, Justin, you know what Corey was doing earlier? Hmm. He drank a lot of coffee today. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm drinking some coffee right now that my wonderful girlfriend prepped for me for when I was going to wake up. My job, uh, my job put me on third shift these last three days. I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I, as someone who was working third shift until uh, state curfews happened, I know what that is like. So, yeah. Yeah, because my job serves food, apparently that obligates us to still stay open late. Mm-hmm. So be 24 hours. So terrible. Yeah. I got one more day of this shit. I'm doing this again today, and then I'm done. Thank God. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the football this weekend. It's going to be that's actually a really, really good week. Oh yeah, it is. So um, a lot of a lot of four o'clock kickoffs, which is nice. Uh the beautiful. We're gonna get a double witching hour. We are gonna get a double witching hour. So. Well, Scott Hanson, notice us. I love you. Notice the senpai. With that, we're going to sign off. I love you. I don't.